Hello and welcome back to Little MB. I gotta tell you guys, I'm about sick and tired of hearing about Jeff Bezos. Honestly, the dude's worth a shitload of money. Yes. But that does not require him to just start giving shit away. If he wants to blow a hundred million on going to outer space, that's his business. It's his money. You know, it's, I don't understand what the big issue is with that. If you came into a lot of money, you would want people telling you what you should do with it. And here's the thing. Well, he should be paying his employees more. No, he shouldn't. Why? Because for one, legally, he's only required to pay minimum wage. For two, they run call centers. They answer phones. They work in warehouses. Why should they be entitled to any more money than anybody else that answers phones or works in warehouses? I don't understand where that comes from. These people wanted the job, they applied for the job, and they agreed to the amount of pay that they receive. So why is it that he should have to pay more just because he had an extremely successful business? And hey, Amazon used to piss me off. I used to, well, I still love the music, but when the internet was first out and you could actually start buying stuff online that you didn't have access to in your town or city, I loved it. I found this website called cdnow.com. There's this bluegrass band I love called The Dillards. And... Anybody who's like me and loves the old school TV like the Andy Griffith show. Sorry, I had to get a drink of tea. There's uh, a few episodes. Denver Pyle plays the dad. And there are a bunch of hillbillies that come to town from time to time. Name the Darlings on the show. Well, the Dillards was the boys on that show. They're a bluegrass band. Which is phenomenal. And so when I, I actually found them on cdnow.com, I was like, hell yeah. Then they got bought out by Amazon. And guess what? Amazon bought them just to eliminate competition. And for the longest time, they no longer provided those albums that you could get there and nowhere else on CD Now. You know, like the Dillards, like a bunch of Doc Watson. And they eventually caught up and started doing it. Don't get me wrong. But at the time, yeah, I was pissed. I was like, man, you know. But I'm not pissed at the guy for making money, for being successful. Because this is the thing. And before you get pissed and run your mouth about it, this is something I actually studied in business school. The number of years that he was actually in the red and not making money is insane. The number of hours that man was putting in during the week to get that business to where it's at today. And yeah, he had employees then too. But people want to make it sound like he just had a great idea and told other people, make it work. And then he just sits back and makes all this money. That ain't the way it works. You know? There, there's this comedian I like. Brian Simpson. Uh, he was just on Rogan's podcast not too long ago. Dude's hilarious. Love the guy. And I really like a lot of the ideas that he comes up with stuff. But sometimes I just don't think he thinks things through. But And maybe he does. You know? But... He had this concept as far as Bezos 
and the reason people stand up for them is because they stand up for the American dream because they hope one day they can be that rich. I stand up for that American dream, but I have, I don't have the desire to be that rich, much less just in case one day. You know, that, that's ridiculous. That's part of the American dream, though, is to be able If you come up with such a great idea and you're able to make it successful, I mean, is the guy stupid rich? Yeah, he's stupid rich. Of course he's stupid rich. But guess what? Like, his, I'd be willing to bet anything, and I have, or just about anything, because I don't know for sure as far as inflation rates and that. But I'd be willing to bet that Bill Gates was worth more. Back in the day when he first hit, what was it, like $60 billion or whatever, I bet his money was worth more then than the $200 billion is worth now. You know, because you're talking 20, 25 years ago. So, it's... And I, I just don't get it. It is such a selfish, childish attitude that... He should be forced to pay his employee. Well, guess what? No, because then you wouldn't have capitalism. You wouldn't have all the stuff we have. That's what people don't stop and think about. The whole motivation behind being able to create something new and make a name for yourself, make money for yourself. I mean, that's, that's the whole idea. And that goes away as soon as you want to step in and start taking shit from people. Goodbye to innovation. The only innovation you're going to have left is military innovation. And hey, let's be honest, military innovation spurs a ton, ton of stuff that you don't even think about. Aerosol cans, military innovation from World War II. Uh, Same for superglue. It was to be used for minor wounds on the battlefield. You know, there's all kinds of things that comes from military innovations, from times of war, which we seem to be at war all the time now. But regardless, it just really irritates me, this idea. And I, you know, I probably shouldn't have called out Brian Simpson because he said it because there's so many people out there that say that crap. And it just, that that attitude pisses me off. I guess what made me think about it with Brian Simpson is he's in the position he's in now because he's had a string of good luck. And like I said, I think the dude's hilarious. I think he's a funny dude. But there's a lot of funny dudes that are stand-up comedians that do not have the success he's currently having and going to continue to have, and he works for it. I wouldn't want to take a damn thing from him because he works for it. But guess what? He got noticed by Tom Segura. Tom Segura said, you're hilarious. You're coming on my podcast. You're going on the road with me. And since Tom Segura is a like big deal with comedy, guess what? That shit, man. That dude could have went on another five to ten years with nobody knowing who he was, and it's got nothing to do with talent. Right place, right time. And then he goes on Rogan. That's where I learned about him, was on Rogan's podcast. You know, it's... So, just because somebody has a string of good luck, you know, it's... I, I just don't get it. it it's... puts forth an attitude, an entitlement attitude that nobody should, I I don't even know how to put it in words. I really don't. I really don't. I'd really like to know what a lot of these people would think if it was them, you know, because this is something I have seen before. I have seen people run their mouth about paying higher wages, like that minimum wage is ridiculous and employers should be paying their employees. And we're talking about like even small business owners and stuff because it's the little guy that gets the job done. So they should be paid more. 
And then, guess what? The two or three people I knew of that actually started being successful in business, guess what? They aren't paying more. They aren't splitting them profits with their employees. Because guess what? They start realizing labor costs, insurance costs, all this other stuff that they got to like pay for as well. And on top of that, the amount of work that they put in to their own business at the beginning was insane. And guess what? You created the, this is the attitude. I created the business. Why should you come along and start answering the phone for me or doing this for me or whatever your job is and then start getting some of my profits because that's what you're doing. It's just this, it's just a ridiculous entitled attitude that this country's been developing over the past 20 years that's just fucking disgusting. No other way to put it. Fucking disgusting. And it just really pisses me off. They did a study. What was it? Maybe two years ago? Something like that? Where 88% of millionaires in this country are self made millionaires. I actually watched this little documentary that was on it, like on the history channel. I don't know what channel, probably not history. Cause all they show is American pickers and bullshit like that now. But, uh, it talked about how these people did it and they were working 80 plus hours a week. And that's the thing. Nobody wants to put in that kind of time. In economics, it's labor versus leisure. How much do you want to work and how much time do you want to relax? Spend with your friends. Spend with your family. Sitting alone. Just relaxing. And these self-made millionaires, the overwhelming majority of them, were putting in 80 or more hours a week. They were sacrificing their time with friends and family so they could make this dream come true. And then some asshole that thinks they just need to put in 40 hours a week and spend the rest of their time drinking beer or hiking trails and enjoying nature or whatever the hell it is they're doing thinks that they should be entitled to that. It's bullshit. And it has, a lot of times it's got nothing to do with intelligence. It's just, you don't want to put in the extra time and work. You don't want to go without hanging out with everybody at the bar or, like I said, going hiking or bowling or what the hell ever it is that you do. People got this idea that the American dream means that everybody should thrive. Nowhere in the American dream is that promised. The American dream is being able to have the opportunity. And I mean, look, don't get me wrong. He played some nasty tricks once he started getting in <laughs> to some money and stuff like that. But Rockefeller himself, I mean, he came from nothing. He came from nothing. And what did he do? He kept track of everything he bought in a year. He, he had a list, what he bought and how much it cost. At the end of the year, he'd sit down and go over that list and see what he could cut back on. The man was worth millions and millions of dollars in the 19th century. 19th century. Millions and millions of dollars. Once uh, the government stepped in and busted up Standard Oil and he was forced to sell out, like all of his stock to all these companies and that, he was worth $643 million. And we're talking the first decade of the 1900s. And he scolded himself for spending something like two and a half dollars on a pair of gloves one winter when it was extra cold that winter. You know, that's the type of dedication that these people have. 
it's it's OCD is what it is. It's an OCD behavior. They get focused on making money and that's what they apply themselves to. Brother was telling me about a guy that works for him. No, my brother doesn't own his own business, but regardless, this dude is worth a shitload of money. And it's because he works a job and he spends the rest of his time studying and investing in the market. He's a day trader on top of his job. And the dude's worth millions. And he's in his, like, 30s, you know? He has no life, though. You know, that's, that's, you need to decide what you want. Do you want that social life? You know, do you want to be norm where everybody hollers your name when you walk into the bar? Is that what you want? Or do you want to get in a position to where by the time you're 40, you can open up a chain of bars because you're rich as hell? I just, it just really annoys me. I really don't get it. And there's all kinds of stuff too going on. You know, people, how some of this shit is news just amazes me. Like Brandy Love, supposed to be the biggest conservative porn star, gets upset because she was forced to leave some convention or something. Well, guess what? The age range for this convention was for kids between the ages of 15 and 26. Wow. And you wonder why you were asked to leave when you're a porn star. I mean, come on. It's... And then people want to make a big deal that... That she's stupid for being a conservative considering her line of work. And that's ridiculous too, because guess what? Just because she's a porn star, does that mean she doesn't want a good economy? I mean, really? It's... I, I just don't get it. Don't get it at all. So what do you guys think about it? I mean, honestly, email me, let me know. I'll keep your name out of the podcast, trust me. I'm not, you know, I, I've mentioned Rogan's name. I've mentioned, like, in one episode, then Brian Simpson or whatever. You know, for one thing, it's not like my podcast is going to be fucking heard around the world, you know. But, let's face it, majority of people that are going to listen to me are going to be around me. So I'm not about to go saying people's names on here for everybody else to hear. But, I mean, email me. I want to know what you what you honestly think. Because I, I honestly, I can't help but feel that this is like the 2016 election. Sorry for the pauses to light my cigarette. They're home rolls, and if you don't keep sucking them down, they go out on you. But 2016 election, everybody thought Hillary was a shoe-in. Why? Because liberals belittled anybody and everybody who said they liked Trump. I mean, it got nasty. And that was in 2016. So guess what? People that liked Trump just kept their mouths shut and they went to the polls and they voted. And Trump got elected. You know, that's, that's what happened. And I think it's the same thing now. Yeah, there are people who are bitching about Bezos, but I think a lot of people are just keeping quiet. That's why I want to know what you guys think about this. You know? What do you think about somebody that gets rich and just hires people like any other business owner and doesn't just start handing out his cash to his employees? 
I mean, what I honestly want to know what you guys think. Do not hesitate to email me. It's littlemb6580 at gmail.com. I really want to know. The only reason I won't put my phone number on here is about the time I do is the time that I would blow up and then I'm going to have every jerk off around calling me. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, which that almost, that might almost be worth it just to blow up, but I've had the same number for over 10 years and I don't want a new one. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it's just ridiculous that and there's also this big deal because this Monsignor with the Catholic Church got called out, busted out for being on Grinder, and I don't know if Grinder itself is a gay app or if he was just on the gay section. And people act like that it's just appalling that the guy's been called out for it. Now, once again, I have no issues with gay people. Gay people are more entitled more than entitled to love God. You know, they're, they're people too. They are Christians too. But there is a different standard when it comes to being a priest or preacher. There is a different standard. And so if I became a pastor and went around just screwing women... Wouldn't you have say something to say about that? You know, there are certain rules in the Bible. And to flagrantly, flagrantly go against them when you're supposed to be one of God's representatives, I think you call the tune, you pay the piper. You can't tell me the guy didn't know what was going to happen if he got busted out for going around and having sex with all these different men. You can, can't tell me he didn't know. Why he's gotten more flack from the church than the pederast priests, that bothers me. I'm not going to lie. At least this dude's doing it with consenting adults. You know? But at some point... This this was my whole deal with Clinton back in the 90s with the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. He should have been taken out of office right then and there. Why? Nobody forced him to become president. Nobody forced him to take the oath. And what is the oath? To uphold a high moral of standards. So for me with this priest, whether he's gay or not, He's not upholding the high moralist standards if he's just going running around screwing people. It's not like he just gave in to temptation and then went, which would violate the sacrament of, not the sacrament, but violate the oath of the priest to say celibate. You know, it's not like he just screwed up once and went and confessed to sins, you know. This, he was out seeking it. He was out looking for it. He was on a dating app going out looking for it. And people are up in arms about the church and things of that nature because he's getting called out. Now, if he's getting called out 100% because he's gay, yeah, that's BS. Because whether, like I said, whether it's a men or women, it doesn't matter. It goes against what the Catholic Church asks of their priests, demands of their priests. It's not like he didn't know this. It's not like they just showed up one day and said, oh, I know nobody told you, but guess what? You're supposed to stay a virgin. You're not supposed to sleep with anybody. You know, the guy knew. He knew. And so he violated the rules of the Catholic Church on more than one level. So it's why I, I don't get it. You know what these institutions are. You're not forced to be a member of the institution. And it's more of this bullying bullshit by people 
who aren't even Catholic members. I don't get where people think they have the right to start going in and telling organizations their business. I mean, the majority of the people aren't even Christians. It's like, you've got no business talking about the church anyway. So I... I think that's where our country is screwed the most, is we are allowing this kind of crap to go on. People sticking their nose where it don't belong. You know? Now, if this priest wasn't a priest and just some random guy, you know, that worked for Verizon or something like that, and then he gets called out and is made a spectacle of because he's going around on grinder and sleeping with random men. Yeah, then Verizon has some answering to do because they're a publicly owned corporation. You can buy stock in it. It's not a religious institution and you're invading that man's privacy. You're invading what he's doing with consenting adults. Okay, if that happens, then by all means, we should all be up in arms about such things. And that day's coming, let me tell you. They're wanting to monitor everything. But from everybody. I mean, what's that crap about the SMS messaging? As far as... I don't know what they plan on doing yet. But they're wanting to pass something where they're allowed to track people. And somehow stop them from spreading disinformation. Disinformation as to what? Currently, the biggest thing's COVID. Well, who gives them the right to say it's disinformation? Because guess what? Numbers back up the shit I've been saying, for one. For two, I don't think there's been one thing that they have come out with when this pandemic first started that hasn't been changed since then. So who's the one guilty of disinformation? It's the government and CDC. Government and CDC, it used to be a thing that uh, apparently last year people were getting put in Facebook jail, kicked off other platforms if they said that the virus was made by man in the lab and got loose. The CDC and government was was saying that that was completely untrue, out of line. That was disinformation. And people were actually being put in Facebook jail and kicked off Twitter and shit like that for saying it. And then guess what? Afterwards, oops, I'm sorry. So who's the disinformation? You know? Like I said, the stuff that I've said about COVID... Numbers back that up. Facts back it up. People are dying after getting the vaccine. People are getting sick after getting the vaccine. That's facts. You know? But they're wanting to say it's disinformation. And guess what? People are welcoming this kind of crap. People are instigating it. Because they're sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. And they're allowing the government to stick their nose where it doesn't belong. And people have no idea what they're getting into. Here's the deal. When you allow the government to do shit for you and provide shit for you... You're inviting them into your home to dictate what goes on. Perfect example of this is the legalization of marijuana in Illinois. Whether you're aware of it or not, I know people who do live in public housing. Homes provided by the government for those who are poor and need assistance. (laughs) And guess what? You 
are not allowed to smoke marijuana in your own apartment or home if it is part of Section 8 government housing. You're not allowed. You can be kicked out onto the streets for doing something that is legal, according to our state. You can be kicked out of your home for it. Why? Because the government's the one providing it. So they get to dictate. It's going to be the same with everything else. As soon as you allow the government to pay for everybody's college or pay for universal health care, they are dictating. They get to dictate. We saw it with Obama. We saw it with Obama and Obamacare. You asked for it, they gave it, and guess what? They got to dictate. People that weren't insured, they got fined on their taxes. If you had a tax return coming back, you got penalized so much money if you were not insured. And that is a personal right, whether you get insured or not. So, I mean, it's... And I know I'm like just bouncing but from one thing to another on this, but I mean, it all kind of ties into one thing, and that's people sticking their nose in the places that they have no business sticking at. Because if you get if you get to dictate to Jeff Bezos, then guess what? They're going to get to dictate to you too. People got this idea that if they do this redisbursement of wealth and start punishing that 1%, that they're going to be safe from it just because they only make 30 grand a year or 40 grand a year. You don't understand what you're asking for because guess what? If you succeed in them taking all of Bezos' money, they're going to take all yours too and you're going to be standing right next to them in a fucking bread line. That's what's going to happen. That, that's that's this other, the other thing that liberals are not understanding right now with all their bad-mouthing of Trump and stuff like that, which you're more entitled to. Go for it. Bad-mouth the motherfucker. I don't care. I really don't. You know? I bad-mouth him about a lot of stuff, too. Not economically, because the economy was great. You can't deny that. Look at the numbers. But... As far as his mouth and how he handled himself and conducted himself and represented us, hey, I couldn't stand the asshole either, you know? It's probably part of the reason why I'm having trouble with this podcast. Liberals don't like me because of the shit I say about Biden and Obama and Clinton and the Democratic Party that are all true. And guess what? A lot of Republicans don't like me because I don't just stand behind everything Trump does because we had a good economy. You know, it's it's just sad, but the liberals do not understand. They think it's funny and cute that Facebook and Twitter are taking down posts and keeping people from supporting Trump. Guess what? Once that succeeds, once that is allowed, they can do it with anybody and everybody. And mark my words, they will. It's kind of what I talked about on one of my last podcasts regarding uh, the Supreme Court being allowed to make a law regarding gay marriage. Yes, gay folks should be allowed to get married. You know, why shouldn't they be? Separation of church and state. I don't necessarily... Part of me doesn't want separation of church and state because I believe in God and I believe in his son Yeshua, who is Christ. So for me, part of me does not want that separation of church and state, but I also understand the necessity of having church and state separated because Christians can't even agree on some of the most basic things. Can't even agree on the most basic things. So how are you going to have Christianity dictating government? You know? But 
So when it comes, like as far as gay marriage, I don't care. Even as a Christian, I don't care because that is their business, not mine. I got my own sins to answer for. But now that it's been allowed, what what's going to stop them from doing it again in the future? And yeah, you can say, well, you know, that happened, you know, almost 10 years ago or whatever, however long it was, and they, have, and they haven't done it. It doesn't mean that it has to be done next week. You know, I just really don't understand the short-sightedness of people. It's insane. It's ridiculous. As long as it benefits me, then it's great. You know, that's the attitude. We're going to allow this. You know? And no kind of thought about the future that, well, guess what? It could go against me next time. And by then it's too late. You don't get to turn around at that point and say, no, you can't do that anymore. You just, you can't. You know, you don't get to do that. It's going to be too late. That's the scariest thing about the legalization of weed to me. It's got nothing to do with weed. It could have been anything. I think marijuana should be legalized. I've said that before, but if I don't restate it every time I bring it up, you know... People are going to just point to the one time I didn't say I think it should be legalized. But the way that it has been allowed, it opens the door for states to do whatever the hell they want. And that's not good. It's going to cause problems. We had a civil war over such things. States wanting to do what they wanted. And when they didn't get their way, they left the union. It'll be even worse now if and when a civil war happens because just think about the population. Think about what the population was back then. And over 600,000 Americans died back then during the civil war as a result of it. I mean, think about that. Over a hundred years ago, the war started a hundred and sixty years ago. Think about our population now that's over three hundred and what twenty or thirty million. Think about what's going to happen if two states actually get into it. Think about what could have happened when Colorado legalized marijuana. Can you imagine if Texas would have said, well, guess what? The border's closed. And guess why wouldn't they be allowed to? Colorado was able to thumb their nose at federal law. So why wouldn't Texas be allowed to do the same? And in their defense, it would be to defend their people from something that is illegal. It can be anything. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be weed. You got this freaking trans age shit now to where I can sit here and tell you, guess what, I'm 14 years old. Well, does that mean that I get to start banging 14-year-old girls? I mean, come on. Use your head with this crap. I mean, seriously. It's... It's just, like I said, I know it's kind of an extreme measure, but by the same token, the way things are going, I'm wondering if it is an extreme example. That with this trans age crap and stuff like that, everything that's going on, you know, you got uh, transgenders whipping their dick out in front of kids and the media standing up for them saying it was educational. I mean, really? So is it really that extreme of an example to think that there could end up being a state that ends up allowing pedophilia? 
I, you know, I, I've always said it's an extreme example, but, you know, thinking about it now with every day that goes by, I wonder just how extreme of an example it is. It's fucking terrifying to me. It truly is. Just absolutely scary. It, it, and this is, this is all happening because people don't want to mind their own business. I mean, look, look at the shit. And obviously, I'm not saying Obama had anything to do with this. I'm just saying it happened during this administration. That gay couple, and it, I don't remember what state it was, but then they ended up suing and boycott, trying to sue and boycotting this mom and pop cake shop because they wanted to exercise their own personal beliefs in refusing a wedding cake to a homosexual couple that wanted to get married. You know, this happened right after, not too long after they legalized gay marriage through the Supreme Court. But it just destroyed their business. You know, they they ended up, I'd, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm positive they had to close it down because of the boycott and everything got so horrendous with them. And guess what? You found out months later, after it was way too late, those two gay men had went to multiple bakeries asking for a wedding cake. And those other bakeries said, yeah, no problem. They were looking for a fight. And they destroyed somebody's business because of it, because of their own personal beliefs. And that's the thing. If, if I own a cake shop, you know, I'm a Christian. If I own a cake shop and two gay guys or two lesbians come in wanting a wedding cake, I'm going to sell it to them because it's a business. It's what a business does. It sells stuff. But it doesn't change the fact that it was a sole proprietorship. It was owned by this married couple. And they had the right to say no because it's their business. It's not good business, but it's their business. You know? So, I mean, where's the problem? There was how many other bakeries that said, yeah, we'll do it. Well, guess what? They didn't want a wedding cake. They wanted to cause a scene. They wanted their 15 minutes of fame. And they got it at the cost of somebody's livelihood. Just because they didn't believe in the same thing. And that's the thing. People are entitled to believe what they want. You know? You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to. But the minute you start stomping on somebody else's beliefs and actually succeeding, guess what? That gives people the right to step on yours. You know, that's the only argument I can even come up with as far as freaking racism is concerned because that's so stupid. That it, I, I honestly don't know if I'd have an issue. Well, I would this day and age because who knows who would get to make the decision. But, you know, people that are members of the American Nazi Party or whatever the hell it is, you know, all these freaking skinheads running around. They probably have never even met a black person, you know, that want to hate people. Just, as far as I'm concerned, string them up. That, that's just pure hate, you know? I know an argument could be made, or people will at least try to make an argument, that that Christian couple was exercising a hate belief in refusing to provide a wedding cake. I disagree that it was hate. I didn't hear anything hateful come out of their mouths other than we want, and I could be wrong about that. I didn't see every, I didn't read every article. I didn't see every freaking little video made of them talking in that. 
it had nothing to do with we don't think you should be allowed to be gay. It's just we are a Christian business and that goes against our Christian beliefs. That's a little bit different to me. You know, I, and like I said, you know, I believe in God and the Bible, things of that nature. And there's, you know, God actually does get upset with other nations because of their religious beliefs. You know, they pray to false gods, this, that, and the other thing, and wages war over it. But there's not one thing that I've ever read in the Bible that discusses a nation being taken out for the color of their skin, you know. So you can't you can't use race as a religious argument. I mean that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's what kind of gets me about some of these organizations like the Klan. You know, they hate Jews. Guess what? Christ was a Jew. Then you got arguments between blacks and whites over what color Christ was. Well, guess what? Last I knew, Jews were typically kind of a brown. They were, they, they're kind of in the middle. They're not white and they're not black. And yet you go into all these freaking white churches that have pictures of a white, blue-eyed Jesus hanging on the wall. And then you can go into other black churches that have pictures of black Jesus hanging on the wall. Now, if you want to say, hey, that's our way of saying he represents everybody, cool. But, I mean, there's all, you know, people are just freaking retarded. I don't get it, you know. But, like I said, the minute you go around trying to force your stuff on other people, if you try to force your belief on somebody else, in the manner of trying to keep them from speaking their mind, just remember it can happen to you. You know, and I think that's why the majority of homosexuals, men and women, are as quiet as they are about stuff that's going on because they went through it at one point in time. At one point in time, in the not so distant past gay people couldn't just say oh yeah I'm gay they couldn't do that at one point in time they could lose their job over that you know so they they, under, they understand what it is to have to be silent because of other people wanting to force that on them and the overwhelming majority of homosexuals I know don't do that, whether they consciously are not doing it because of what I just said, or it's something subconscious, I don't know. But it is something I've noticed. They aren't sitting there trying to squash other people's beliefs, trying to prevent them from being able to speak. And for the record, for some of you small-town folk, just like gay does not mean trans just to make sure you understand you know yeah the trans people are out screaming about crap homosexuals aren't you know so it's i think there's a certain number of homosexuals that stand up for the trans community just in because they know what it was like to be crapped on but in the private conversations I've had, and this obviously doesn't represent the entire gay community or lesbian community, but most of them, they don't get the trans deal. I've talked to a number of homosexuals that say that they find it warped and disgusting, that people are being allowed to cut pieces of their body off, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, like I said, you, you ain't going to get rid of it, not now, but with the suicide rate as high as it is, you can't tell me that these folks don't have mental conditions, you know, over 40% suicide rate for people to go through with the procedure, so, 
you can't tell me that there's not a mental issue there. Like I said, I am bouncing all over the place. This is just a true rant, true, true MB rant, just from one thing to the next. Start off with Jeff Bezos <laughs> and whether people, but like I said, it, it all ties into the same thing. People sticking their nose where it don't belong. People wanting to tell others what they should have to do. You know, that's what it's all about. All the same thing. But I've ranted for crap. I have ranted for 50 minutes. I can't believe that. Wow, over 50 minutes. So, uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it with that. Like I said, I honestly want to, first off, if you like it, please share it. Please. You know, that, that'll help keep me going and if you like it and don't share it then guess what I'm not going to be able to keep going because there won't be enough people listening to make it worth my time I am going to keep going for I don't know how long I'd like to say for six months just to give people time to settle in with it and things like that but I am going to go for a while with it but please share if you like it and hell, share it if you don't. <laughs> you know, I give my email address on here for people to contact me. So if you want people to yell at me, share it. But uh, yeah, any questions, anything like that, any comments. And I'd, I'd love it for you guys to email me about something other than my damn cowboy hat. But uh, littlemb6580 at gmail.com. That is little... M as in Mike, B as in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. And if you want me to send you an email response, say so in the email and I'll give you one. But If you're going to email me, it's probably going to be something I'm going to talk about on the podcast anyway on the next episode I do. So, give me an email. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about. If there's something you want to know what I think about, a certain topic or whatever, whether it's current events or whatever, I may not get to it on the very next podcast because I will want to research it. But, you know, let me know if there's something you want me to talk about or something you're curious about, whether it's me or whatever, you know. Now I'll get to it. But until next time, guys, take care.